sorry I got cut off. As I was saying, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 16, where it says, These are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and the pastors and teachers their responsibility is to equip god's people to do his work and build the church the body of christ this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of god's son that we will be mature in the lord measuring up to the full and complete standard of christ then we will no longer be immature like children we won't be tossed or blown about by every kind Oh, every wind of new teaching, we will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. So as I was saying, these are the gifts we need to grow together as a church in perfect unity. So now we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 9 through 11, where it says, I was chosen to explain to everyone this mysterious plan that God, God the creator of all things had kept secret from the beginning. God's purpose in all this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in heavenly places. This was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Wow. So the secret's out. God kept this from the beginning. To use the church. When it says to use the church, it doesn't mean the building we, the people, the people who have accepted Jesus, are the church. We are his bride. And through us, he is given us his word, scripture, to share it to those who haven't seen or heard of God's love, who have heard his message. Amen. And this is his eternal plan, which has been carried out through Christ Jesus. Amen. So now we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, where it says, Together we are his house, built on the foundation of apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. So, as so basically, apostles and prophets are the foundation, and Jesus is the cornerstone. So, first is Jesus, and then on top of Jesus is the apostles, and then on top of the apostles is the prophets. See, there's order. Jesus 
he worked in all five of these ministries. He has established all five ministries. So he is the foundation. He is obviously the first. So then on top of him are the apostles. Apostles are first. On top of them is are the prophets. And on top of them are, you know, evangelist, pastor, teacher. See? It's stacked. It's an order. I don't say it. It's the Bible who says it. It's, it's, it's written. God's, uh, God has established it. It's not me saying it. Who goes first? Who goes last? You know? It's, it's God's order. That's how he wants it to be. Apostles and prophets, the foundation, and Jesus as the cornerstone. Amen? So... To put an example, Jesus has worked in all five ministries. He worked as an apostle, and we can see that in Hebrew, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. And so, my dear brothers and sisters who belong to God and the partners with those who call, call to heaven, think carefully about Jesus, whom we declare... To be God's messenger and high priest. Prophet. We can see in Luke. Luke chapter 24. Verse 19. Luke. Chapter 24, verse 19. What things, Jesus asked, the things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they said, he was a prophet who did powerful miracles and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all people. So see, you got prophet and teacher and apostle. And now we can see evangelist in Matthew Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, where it says, Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of the area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. So the Bible won't necessarily say evangelist, but it'll reference because evangelists are those who are out in the streets and in towns and villages and they're just out and about and they're moving and they're teaching God's words and announcing the good news about the kingdom. They're always on the move. Amen. And now we got pastor in John chapter 10 verse 11. John 10 verse 11 where Jesus speaks and he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for his sheep. So he says it's a good shepherd. A pastor can also be a um, a shepherd who and then who takes care a shepherd who takes care of his sheep and obviously sheep when it refer when it says sheep it refers to us we the people 
you see the pastors are always taking care of uh, are taking care of the flock the people within the church attending them and seeing how they're doing amen and teacher we already read it in in Luke 24:19 amen so marks of every ministry first we're going to talk about the apostle he's the messenger he establishes the church he's the he and is the foundation as how we said in um Ephesians, Ephesians chapter uh, 2, verse 20. He's a the, the foundation. Also, builds, he builds, he or she builds leadership. They travel everywhere. Also, in the midst of nothing, God will guide and provide for them. Knows the scripture, is humble, sacrifices their life for the people and God's kingdom. For example, we're going to see Paul. God's power moves within the apostle. He moves within them in the supernatural. Sees themselves as a spiritual parent to help others and to guide them and to grow into their walk with Christ Jesus. Amen. Also, signs follow them, miracles and healing. Now we're going to look at the prophetic marks, brings order, alignment, repentance. They aren't very well liked by people. Why? Because you'll see in the following. The voice of God, they're the voice of God to live a pure life. As I was saying, that they're not well liked. Why? Because they speak the words, they're strong. Why are their words strong? Because God has put strong words in them. And it's his voice of correction and alignment. Amen. The prophets are called to live humble. Um, to have a pure lifestyle. To be set apart for God. They have security in God and will be and they And they will be judged by what they say by people. But they know that they... That they are right because God has, you know, God is behind them and God is in front of them, covering them. So as long as they have God, they're fine. And it shouldn't matter what, you know, people say to them. Because they know that it's God that spoke through them. Amen. And also God moves radically through them. Can teach as well. Can also teach and know scripture. And now we're going to see evangelists. Their marks are to bring the word publicly for people to know God. They go out and spread the gospel and salvation. Also, they're in the streets looking for the lost souls. Healing and miracles are their spiritual gifts. Pastors, the marks that they have, are tends to the, they tend the sheep who are in need. Established in one place. They can't move. They're loving. They're patient. They defend. They're defensive. Um, always there for the congregation. They sacrifice themselves for the people. When I said they can't move. is I, I see it as very important. Because they can't move as freely as the others. They need to stay. Because they made a promise they made a pact with god so when we see the five so on your thumb is the apostle first finger is your prophet the evangelist is your middle finger 
the ring finger is pastor. So you see, pastor has that that promise right there. You know, that's why they, that's why I'm I was saying that they can't move freely because their promise isn't with the people; it's with God. Amen. So now, um, we're gonna move to the teacher. So teacher is a person who teaches the word of God with authority and in depth. So they it goes deeply hand in hand with the apostles and prophets they are humble they their lives they have pure oh sorry my bad i can't speak i got tongue twisted um lives a life of purity um jealous of the word of god not jealous of the word of god in like in a in like in a bad way but in a way of their con they they want they're hungry for the word of of god to teach they want to be the ones who teach the word of god and share it with people you know that is what i mean by jealous so as i was saying all five are important not one is bigger than the other they all have different responsibilities that require different ways to complete the task but all five lead the people to god and to grow in him amen so as i was saying a little bit earlier about pastors can't move was um as i was saying the apostles apostles are first the thumb then we got the prophets then the evangelist and then we got pastor on the ring finger and then we got the um teacher on the pinky um all five or all four my bad the apostle, prophet, evangelist, and teacher. They can move. They can go places. They can go everywhere. Of course, a pastor can go somewhere if invited. But but to leave the congregation for a really long time, who's, go- who's going to share the word within the congregation? I mean, yeah, there's going to be other people like an assistant or... um if someone's close to the pastor or somebody that the pastor commissions, it's not going to be the same because the pastor is the one who's head, who takes care of the sheep. He's, he or she is the one that's always there, you know. Amen. So that's why it's important to have the pastor there and... It's his, as I was saying, he is the one who made a promise to God to stay with his sheep, his people, the God's people. Amen. So before I, before I finish, I would like to pray. Thank you, Lord Christ Jesus, for giving us your word and for being the great example for us to follow. God, I want to thank you for your presence. And I'd like to pray for those who are in need of your hug, of your embrace, healing, direction, strength, rest, people who need a friend, (sighs) hope, a new beginning, a guide, freedom, liberation, anything, Lord, anything that the people that are listening right now who are in deep need of things that i haven't just listed lord you know their hearts you know what they need 
Lord, I declare that what they are looking for is what they receive. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, I want to thank you for sharing what God's heart had for this time and this specific moment. And I ask, Holy Spirit, that you continue on to guiding us in the right direction into what pleases God. And if there's a person who still hasn't been baptized by the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, if if this is if if this is the moment in which you want to baptize the person, I declare that you, uh, Holy Spirit, move to where that person is, and you and you ha- send your fire over them, Holy Spirit, and you fill them. And you help them and you guide them to where God is calling them to be. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, next week, God willingly, I will be talking to you guys about wholehearted worship. So, everybody have a blessed week. And I will see you guys next Wednesday, God willing. God bless. And enjoy the rest of your week.